Hello, and welcome to the 206 Podcast. I am your host, Mark Morin, coming to you from Seattle, Washington. This interview is part of my coverage of the 2021 Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival. Today, I'm speaking with director Amy Long, whose movie, A Shot Through the Wall, has had a very successful run through film festivals over the last year. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Mark. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. Now, first off, Amy, I feel like this is a very important story. It's also a very relevant story, and it has been for a long time. You know, unfortunately, this isn't anything new. You know, so for the people watching and listening, what is this movie about? And then where did the idea come from? And why was it important for you to tell this story? Okay, so uh, this movie is called A Shot Through the Wall, and uh, it's my first feature. And uh, it's about an Asian-American cop who killed an innocent Black man in the, um, through a wall, basically. And um, it's inspired by an incident that happened in 2014. When the incident happened, um, I was living in New York at the time. I remember after indictment came down, um, I went home to California for a weekend. And then um, during that weekend, my um, I, I went to this dinner with my family and friends. And then um, they got into a big debate about whether this man was scapegoated, this Asian American cop who got indicted was scapegoated, or whether we as Asian Americans were just asking for the same white privilege all the white cops has gotten. And um, it really sent me into this, um, I I just really wanted to explore sort of where me as Asian American woman stands in this spectrum of racism today in America. So that's where the idea came from. Uh, that's a very profound. I'm glad you're able to to take that opportunity. Now, I really I did really like how you dug into the mental health aspect of what all of the characters are going through. Is that something you were really mindful of when you were writing the story? I think so. To me, I was just trying to explore when something tragic like this happened, what's going to happen because this is honestly it wasn't something I was a familiar familiar with before I researched for this film and I tried to put myself in these characters shoes and and um we did a lot of research me and my um my producing partner and we were trying to figure out um we wanted to keep it as authentic as possible and trying to figure out what happens when something so tragic happens so yeah I know that makes total sense. It, it really seemed apparent that there was a level of detail there with especially the lead character of what he was going through. I think that authenticity really came through. So, you know, good job on being able to to um, create that. Now, Amy, you have such an amazing group of actors in your movie. You know, just to give a couple examples, you have Kenny Liu in the lead role, and then you have Tai Ma, who is like the ultimate dad now in movies. Uh, you have Lin Chen, who I'm a big fan of, and then there's legendary TV actor Clifton Davis, you know, just to name a few. So what was the casting process like for this film? And I'm guessing the actors were probably just as interested in being a part of this movie as, as you were in telling the story. I think I was very lucky. Um, I got, um, so when I first casted this, this was, uh, this was back in 2017 mm. and uh, a few years ago. And then um, this was before uh, Crazy Rich Asians came out or oh, yeah. before they were casting for Crazy Rich Asians. And, um, and uh, when we were casting, I think I got very lucky with the casting director, Pat McCorkle. She is sort of a legend in, in the theater circle in New York. And she really believed in me, believed in the story. And she was very patient with me. We went through hundreds and hundreds of actors, um, especially trying to find that Asian-American family. 
And uh, we spend 10, 11 months just looking for Kenny, um, looking for the lead. And then, um, yeah, Ty is someone I've always wanted to work with. <laughs> he is everybody's dad, yeah. every Asian American film's dad. <laughs> and then um, he's just, he was such a joy to work with. And um, I, I couldn't believe how lucky I was. It was my first feature. I got to work with him. And then when I come to Clifton Davis, he is he he's such a sweetheart he came and actually auditioned for me i thought that was a, just a dream come true wow. and uh he he was he really connected with the story and he was he kept telling me oh this is from a different perspective yeah. and i was so grateful that he was open to it and i think he did an incredible job and uh lynn um yeah i i was a big fan too um uh, from my gosh the title escaped me um uh, her movie i will them- make you mine or, uh, oh, I love that. We're making a man. Yeah. I was talking about way back when with Alice, oh. Alice Wu's film. Um, oh, uh, Saving oh Face. Gosh. Oh, yeah, Saving Face. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was such a fan. And and I had her in mind with this role. Oh, wow. And uh, when we reached out and, and when she just sent in audition tapes and everything, I mm-hmm. thought, oh, I was so, I, I was so incredibly lucky. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, you had mentioned that this was your first feature film. So what was the biggest challenge for you to get this movie made? Subject matter was <laughs> a challenge, I yeah. think. Um, so I was working on something else before this. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my first feature. And then um, because of casting um, problems, issues uh, <laughs> that came up right before we were going to shoot, um, the last film and then so I, I got pretty lucky when my producers executive producers was asking me if I have anything else going on and um, I was writing this just for just as a passion project just something I was really exploring so we start making this film and and um, yeah shooting New York shooting in New York um, in the middle of the summer was quite a challenge as well uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, we just have um, a very small budget. I really wanted to build that world and and give a voice to everybody that's involved. And um, I didn't want to over um, simplify this problem. It's such a systemic problem that we have. I think it's, I, I really believed in the story and I really wanted to tell the story that I wanted to tell. But yes, no, I mean, being this is my first feature, I think I got a little more ambitious with my locations and, <laughs> and uh, logistics in shooting but um yeah I'm glad it worked out <laughs> so. oh, absolutely yeah I would imagine that there's probably new challenges just about every day so with that in mind what was the biggest thing that you learned from making this movie that you can say okay next time I make a movie I'm gonna remember that above anything else I <laughs> that ask for more money <laughs> <laughs> no uh, also you know um consolidate my location i think that's a rookie um not a mistake but you know if i knew uh what i know now uh going into it i think i would be a little more mindful of that because i had to produce this as well and and that was a different set of challenge and um yeah i think that was a big one and also because i was doing commercials before this to tell myself this is a marathon not a sprint (laughs) Right, I think right. that was really something, you know, I had to learn and, and realize, oh, right. It's um, we, we were lucky in that we had over 30 shooting days. So, oh, wow. so we were, yeah. So was really mindful now. Okay. 
these are, you know, absolutely the things that I actually need. So. Oh, great. Thank you. Now, what other directors uh, do you look up to that have an influence on your work? Um, I really love Ang Lee's films. Oh, yeah. um, I, I, I mean, I think that's also a representation thing that, you know, right. he's the only, um, at growing up, he is really the only Asian American directors that there is. So I really looked up to him. Um, growing up, I watched a lot of um, Asian films. So Wong Kar Wai is a big influence. Right. Um, I, I think uh, both of those are probably people that have influenced just about every filmmaker that's out there. So that's, that's two, two excellent examples. Uh, who do you, who inspires you that's not a filmmaker? Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. My mom, my grandparents, yeah. um, very hardworking immigrants. The work ethic that I learned from them, I think it's funny we have just in the family we keep saying monkey see monkey do so (laughs) (laughs) so I think you know I learned a lot from them and they really influenced me and in the fact of you know you just have to keep working at it and and be persistent absolutely thank you now again we're talking about your movie being in the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival right now so what has the film festival experience been like for you uh, not just this film festival but over the last year with everything that's gone on with the pandemic and virtual screenings and now we're starting to get into a situation where you can actually go to the film festivals what, what's the last year been like for you experiencing all of that it's it's really interesting actually because so we finished this film uh, we finished the mix and everything right before the pandemic. Oh wow! So so we technically premiered at Bentonville Film Festival, which was yeah. in um, August 2020, which is during the pandemic, and um, so everything was virtual. It was really um, yeah, it was just such a mixed bag of emotions because I really wanted to see this movie, especially a movie like this. I wanted to see it with the audience. Right. I wanted to see the audience reaction and things like that. We had a couple of test screenings right before the pandemics, hmm. which actually helped us a lot. And um, it was really exciting and interesting to see people's reactions to the subject matter and to, to what I was trying to say with the film. And so once the film sort of came out at film festivals I didn't get to do that I think it's not until recently I think this is the third festival we've been in that I actually got to watch it with the audience so that was such a treat actually um yeah that has to make a big difference for you to be able to sit there in the theater and get that real-time reaction oh definitely um it's really interesting because we uh, so the first in-person festival that we went to was New York Asian film festival which um it was such a treat because we got to screen it at lincoln center and um and it was it was really nice and um you know people asked some good questions and afterwards people came up to me and new yorkers you know they're much more outspoken (laughs) and i love the reactions the reaction was big and it was really nice and you know there was a couple of um i don't want to spoil it for everybody but there was a couple of um plot twists in the end sort of and then i really got the reactions that i wanted and it was such a treat to be sitting in the middle of the audience and and getting such reactions and then um yeah and then um also we screened last saturday at la asian pacific film festival and there was also um also I loved the reactions and everything. It was it was really nice, and people 
sparked the debate and everything. So I was, I was very happy about that. Oh, that's great to hear, especially what you just said about sparking a debate. I think that's one of the most important things that you can create as a filmmaker, especially with this type of subject matter that's you know pretty pretty important and pretty relevant to our times. Like we were talking about, is if you can get people talking, you know, I, I imagine that gives you a sense of of like I've done my job at this point, right? Oh, totally. Yes, <laughs> it's quite you know the reason I wanted to make this was to start a conversation. I mean, we started this journey in 2015, to start wow. writing this in 2015. And that was before um, BLM was a big movement and right. and it was just starting. And um, unfortunately, because everything happened in 2020, you know, this topic is really thrust into the center of attention, right. which that really is so unfortunate in a way. Um, it is what I wanted to talk about. I think the only pro- the only um, resolution of solving a problem is to start talking, acknowledge this problem, and talking about it. I think that's really important. That's what I set out to do. But now it's in this, you know, it's unfortunately so relevant, and people are talking about this, which is great. But at the same time, um, you know, I rather this problem be over already. But yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you. This isn't something we should have to talk about and have conversations about and bring up as a debate. But yeah, you're right. It's it's hard to say that it's it's good timing to have your movie happen with mm-hmm. with all of this going on because it's it's re- you can't really put it in that context. But at the same time, I feel like in a way you can because it do- like we talked about it does create those opportunities for conversation. So you oh, know, it's totally. it's definitely a mixed bag. I can understand how your emotions and thoughts are, are swirling yeah. about that a little bit. So thank you for, totally. for touching on that. Now, I want to go back to, you had mentioned your premiere was at the mm-hmm. Bentonville Film Festival, mm-hmm. which is yeah. run by Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Now, yeah. I understand that film festival is really focused on women as filmmakers. So mm-hmm. what, what did that mean for you to have your premiere at that particular film festival? I was very happy about that. Um, she really promotes diversity and mm-hmm. she put her money where her mouth is. And <laughs> it's it's more than we can say about a lot of other people. But right. um, I'm very proud to be a part of that and uh, part, a part of uh, a group of women who, who makes films. Um, I think when I started, it just didn't feel like there's a lot of us and it always felt like it's such an uphill battle which right. I think it still is, but, you know, I think I'm seeing a lot more changes in the last, um, the last couple of years and um, in terms of women versus men behind the camera. Right. And um, also we are see- seeing a little more um, representation as Asian Americans. So I think that's also really encouraging. Yeah. And, um, but, but yeah, we're, we're slowly grinding and fighting <laughs> our, our way. <laughs> oh, that, that's amazing. It, it's, like we've talked about, it's all about creating these opportunities. And, you know, Gina Davis took it upon herself to say, this is what I'm going to focus on. You took it upon yourself to say, this is what I'm going to focus on as a filmmaker. So I love seeing people take actions like that because there's always conversations that are had. You know, that's one thing that I do in particular is have conversations with filmmakers, but then taking the next step and say, okay, what can we do to create change? So I'm very thankful that you're able to have those type of opportunities. So thank you for for explaining that. No, I'm also grateful for for creators and people like you who who gives us a platform to do that. So that's, you know, that's really nice. And and we're very thankful for that too. Oh yeah, no, my pleasure. Thank you. 
Now, is there anything that we haven't touched on about the film in particular that you would really like to, to discuss? Or what's no. next for the movie? Uh, so we might have some news soon, hopefully, crossing oh, nice. our fingers. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long journey again <laughs> and uh, for this film. So um, we're really happy. Hopefully it will find a home soon so we can uh, a wider audience can see it. And um, we make this film because we want more people to see it and right. to address the issue and everything. So so we're really excited to see what's next as well. Um, oh, that's great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited for people to get to see this movie. And again, in the way that we want to, to help create uh, you know, conversations about these topics. So, so thank you. But Amy, thank you for taking the time to speak with me during the festival. You know, please enjoy the rest of the of the week and the festival and good luck with the movie. Thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate it. So oh. yeah, if you want, you can follow us on um, A Shot Through the Wall film on Instagram and Facebook. Also, you can follow my my Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is the Amy Long, T-H-E-A-I-M-E-E-L-O-N-G. And um, I will post updates for the film as well. Perfect. And you did say hopefully updates are coming soon. So everybody go follow and then hopefully we can all, you know, everybody can go out and watch this movie in the theaters. But Amy, thank you again. And it's my pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much, Mark. It's so I'm so happy to be here. This is Mark Morin and special guest Amy Long talking about a shot through the wall, an official selection of the 2021 Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival. For those watching on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe to the page, leave a comment, and share on social media. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, share, and you can also leave a review on iTunes. Any way you can support the podcast is very much appreciated. You can find every episode, every podcast episode, and all of my movie reviews, including my review of A Shot Through the Wall, on 206.com. This is The 206 Podcast. Thank you for your time. Be safe, and we'll see you next time.